You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cooling as we talk about the return of the Premier League. Everton is in fourth, tied for first. It's so exciting. Arsenal's finally not in last. And top five goals in the Coleman Bowl World Cup qualifiers. Match day 10, we go over them, and we, we flex our fashion muscles a little bit. That's right. Also, did two Americans take out Manchester United? I think so. And we talked to Paul Ariola, men's national team, DC United. He tells us what it was like playing in RFK Stadium. And he tells us what Rooney was really like. Also, we talk about the Weston McKinney thing because we had to. And he takes his shirt off. Oh, my God. That and more today on the Cooligan! Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here. And I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice. And I hope you've been having a nice, too. Yeah, baby! Come yes. on! Yes, look at this, all right? Look at that beautiful NASL shirt. <laughs> okay, shout out to Talisman Caps. We're, we're, we're excited about the sport of soccer. That's okay? right. <laughs> it says you right on your shirt, the sport of the 80s. So yeah, you we're know, making up some lost ground here. I, I'll be honest, Alexis, not enough people are talking about it. No, no, right? no. Well, apparently they mean the 2080s. You feel me? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on football sports mm-hmm. network i wonder if it's anything else oh yeah that's right we're also the gulliest okay how and could we, i forget oh, that literally week after week we always forget that part jeez <laughs> so, so right it was right uh, there on the tip of my tongue <laughs> speaking of the tip of my tongue Ariel is here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're excited about today's show because we're going to be joined by DC United forward uh, uh, Paul Ariola. Uh, you you may have saw, you may have seen him as well on the U.S. Men's National Team, winning a couple trophies out here this mm-hmm. summer. Okay, so uh, the resume is only uh, he's going to have have to add a second page or make the font smaller. All right, right. you're going to have to decide. And if you always wanted to see him shirtless, I suggest you stick around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. That's right. It is. Uh, it's becoming a very uh, weird demand that we're making on the show. <laughs> it's in the contract, <laughs> and they agree to it. So, <laughs> don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, a lot to talk about today. We, we let, let's start with uh, uh, some Premier League uh, news. Just, just, just look at the table real quick because uh, the uh, the international break has ended. You know, this is it's always weird with with Premier League because it starts. You have three games, and then all of a sudden, boom. Uh, you you know, you're back international break and you're worried about, uh, uh, you know, some, some some fans are like, I hate this international break. Why are we doing this? Uh, but, you know, this is uh, we in CONCACAF, we have a very it's a very uh, exciting international yeah, break. Because we, we tend to like way. the national team more than the clubs here in <laughs> Europe. It's the opposite. They're like, why are you interrupting our club season? And exactly. as far as Arsenal, I'm like. Interrupt as much as you want, buddy. It Hit ain't going the great. Pause button on this. We, we can use some time to kind of gather our thoughts. So go ahead and hit that pause button. In fact, hit the stop button. You feel me? We'll pick up later. You know, just record over this. Can yeah. we just? Yeah. We don't need this VHS day. Don't write anything on the label. Uh, so, it's a, look, you must be excited. I'm also excited. We're not in last place anymore. Arsenal's in 16th. 
But you being an Everton fan, I'm sure you got a lot to gloat about. <laughs> Everton, uh, look, this is this happened last uh, year. I mean, we're looking at the table right now. Manchester United is obviously in first. Chelsea, Liverpool, and then Everton Football Club sandwiched in between Liverpool and Manchester City that are in, in fifth place. This is, uh, I think, an exciting time, probably a little bit unexpected as for Everton fans, new manager, the former Liverpool manager, doesn't it? Everton fans can't even get past. They're like, I don't care how successful he is. I, I hate where he came from. Right. You know what I mean? But, but it, also, don't you think maybe you're gloating a little too early? <laughs> We're what, four matches into the season? Bro, I, we weren't in last at <laughs> any point this season so at least we got something <laughs> you're, you're right but i feel it might just feel honestly it might be a little too early to celebrate okay <laughs> enjoy the fact that you're in fourth now but relax like that's why i wasn't in panic mode when we were in last place people were like it's a relegation battle fam we're three matches into a 30 plus season you know everybody relax yeah, i'm sure that i'm sure that one nil victory over norwich was that really changed everything well, yeah Built you give you that when confidence. we lifted the banner to the rafters <laughs> uh i don't remember feeling like maybe it was a little too early so look uh but let's talk about manchester united that are sitting in first place uh due to obviously a goal differential uh but with 10 points uh and and their last match uh, they won a uh, four to one against newcastle uh the return of cristiano ronaldo playing uh you know obviously a lot of people were uh excited he got two goals uh some of the fans aren't happy about it obviously because of stuff yeah off the field yeah it's a challenging uh thing Uh, you know we were talking about how much ronaldo would even help this team and it seems like he's helping the team uh quite a bit the the, see and here's where i disagree i feel like the team is showing reverence to him I feel like the rest of the squad is purposely passing to him. And I think the real question becomes, yeah, sure, he's looked good because everyone's trying to force the ball to him and make him look good. And also, look, he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's still got bunnies. You know what I mean? Like, he still has that ability to hop up above everyone else and score headers. So he looks good. I think the real question becomes... What's going on with Jaden Sancho? Y'all paid 70-something million for this guy. (laughs) And it doesn't seem to be working out. Yeah, that's a a, a real... four matches in. But it ain't looking great. <laughs> That's a one concern. The the uh you know Manchester United did lose in Champions League uh to Young Boys. Okay, uh, uh, the, the American. <laughs> if Jordan you don't P. know, Fox. that's the name of the club. It wasn't just a bunch <laughs> of young kids. <laughs> okay, they put the U8s out there and they defeated Manchester United. <laughs> I mean, we we couldn't believe it. <laughs> we were just as shocked as y'all were. <laughs> Those kids apologized. That's how young no, they but were. They, they lost this game. Obviously, the red card to Aaron Wan-Bissaka was really you know what changed Actually, the wait, game before we talk about all that they lost because an american manager put Mm. on an american striker who scored the winning goal off Mm. of an assist from jesse lingard (laughs) Uh, terrible back pass can we talk about that two americans took down the great manchester united that's how that's the headline I want to see. <laughs> Look, it, uh, it, it's just a reminder that we beat them in the Revolutionary War. I? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, once again, two Americans took down Redcoats? <laughs> wow. Wow. And then, uh, and then on top of that, there was the drama uh, with once Ronaldo got uh, taken out of the match that he was standing in the technical area trying to coach 
Manchester United. He was basically like, you know, Sir Alex told me I could I could come here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yo, Ole, go get yourself a cup of tea, my guy. I got this. <laughs> there was a lot of even former players. Real Ferdinand was saying like that 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 was you know he wasn't happy with that. And he and if he was the manager, he would have told Cristiano Ronaldo uh, uh, to sit down. So, but how would we, you have taken it? How would you have reacted if you were Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? I mean, I think the the challenging part is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is like. Uh, a foot shorter than Cristiano Ronaldo. So he's like, oh, my. he's like, no, me, no, no, no. Guys, look down here. <laughs> I'm over here. Don't look so, at him. Look at me. Look, I mean, even if it's for optics, you have to simply say, like, yo, dude, what are you doing here? You, I mean, you're going too far. It's like, but even if he, if, if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer makes a scene and says, like, yo, get out of here, then the media is like, oh, look, look at what's happening. There's turmoil at Manchester United. I would United. Love, to be honest with you. <laughs> I would like, yes. absolutely love that. Oh, my God. But here's the problem. I don't know if you saw this. Apparently, none of the players ate dessert because Cristiano Ronaldo didn't. So it yeah. seems to me like he seems to be the like de facto leader in the in the dressing room and and he's kind of the one who every player are looking all the players are looking at him to say like well what's he think what's he doing so this does have to be nipped in the bud which can happen off the bit don't do it on the pitch you're probably right where all the cameras are on don't where there's no cameras you know but oh first of all what a terrible way to go out there you didn't get to have any dessert and you lost you know what i mean you You should have had the brownie buddy you're gonna take diet tips from ronaldo i don't think so i bet you i bet you jordan p fuck had some brownie and some apple crumb you know what i mean he also got himself a little dessert in the match with that that goal you feel me so maybe stop doing what ronaldo does maybe that's probably the best way to go forward Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to, we know the game, all right? We're not going to. Anything from for likes and views, baby. Yo, that, that's, you know, that, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream. Uh every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern time for prem show uh but we do other stuff as well we do watch alongs uh we you know we 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 uh, interview people uh it's uh we play fifa uh and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there so join us on twitch hit the follow button it is free that's right so just go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to el twitch.com that's e-l-t-w-i-t-c-h-e.com and that'll bring you right to our account and hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? Hi, Christian. Our guest is finally here. And what an honor. We get to speak to a captain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, is Captain Morgan joining us? Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I got one leg up. You can't see it in this TV <laughs> angle. Uh, uh, but this is absolutely incredible. Let's see. Let's just run through the resume a little bit. Played uh-huh. in MLS. Played in Liga MX. Played in uh, over in uh, Swansea. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, national team. Am yeah. I missing anything else? Okay. Yeah. Won a couple trophies. All right. You know. Right. You probably heard his name before. If you are, uh, if you play for the Red Bull, if you're a fan of Red Bull, you really hate hearing this name uh, <laughs> because he just played against you guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only pullover and stop driving and put your hands together for the one, the only Paul Ariola of DC United. Everybody. Paul, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? 
What's up, we buddy? Are, we're great. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. It's uh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, first question we have to ask. I mean, you you had uh, you were dealing with injury uh, for a while, and you just uh, got uh, you know uh, some minutes uh, just the other day. Uh, how are you feeling? How is it? How does it feel to be back? Yeah, it feels great to be back. Um, yeah, so far it's been a it's been an up and down type year as far as injuries. Um, so, you know, anytime I, now I could get back on the field, it's like, oh, it's like a kid, you're like a kid again, you know, you're so excited. Um, and, you know, at this point, I'm just trying to stay healthy and, and try and gain some form, uh, you know, to, to finish the season, the season strong. You just played um, against the New York Rebels, you know, you're getting some minutes in. Do you have, I don't, I, you know, speaking of injuries, I'm injured all the time, but never for anything <laughs> athletic. You know what I mean? <laughs> My doctor's like, how'd you hurt your knee? I'm like, that's a good question. I thought you would be able to figure it out. I woke up and it's twice the size and I can't bend it. You know why you hurt yourself. But when you come back, is it a little different? Like when I go get Doritos from the cupboard, sometimes I pause and I was like, well, I don't want to re-injure myself. Let me go slow. <laughs> do you do the same thing on the pitch? Or are you at this point, once you're ready to go on the pitch, you're ready to go because you've done all the stuff you needed to do in training. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when, when you get on, when I get onto the field, it's like, if I can't, if I can't give, you know, at least 90% of what I usually give, if I feel I can't help the team, like I'm not going to step on the field, you know? And I think that's the, you know, and obviously there's, there's times to play injured and play through things. Uh, but, you know, finishing the summer when the weather's still blazing hot random on random days, you know, like those are the days that you, you don't want to do that. Um, yeah. So lately, yeah, like, you know, luckily we had the international break. I missed, unfortunately I missed the international break with the national team, but, uh, it, it gave me a couple extra weeks to really get back to uh, to full health and uh, get ready to roll. Yeah, and and like, can we let's talk about the, the national team. Uh, these, these last couple of weeks have been uh, pretty wild. I mean, obviously, very important matches uh, needed those points. Uh, as, as someone who, who you know just won uh, won the gold cup and then you know and then missing these games. Uh, uh, what is what is it fe- what's that feeling like watching uh, when you really really obviously want to be there? Yeah, for, first of all, it's a, it's a huge blow, right? It, it's a huge blow to feel like, um, you know, you should be there and you should be able to to help your team in in what, what whatever way it is. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's tough, but at the same time, like just like everyone else, I'm 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 the national team's uh, you know biggest fan, and I support all the guys. Obviously, I know. I know all those guys very, very uh, closely, and and I know how hard it is to be playing in these qualifying games, uh, based on my experience in the past. So, um, you know, it, it it wasn't it was difficult because I wasn't able to physically be there, uh, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I watched on social media everyone just freak out about what was going on and and the way the games were going. But from the inside, and and as as a player, a part of that group. Uh, I, th- I think we we all know what to expect and you know in qualifying sometimes there's going to be highs sometimes there's going to be lows um, you know and if we consider this a, a low situation for us uh, and we can only get better from here then I think we're in great shape obviously leaving um, you know the the three games with five points uh, you know isn't isn't amazing but it's definitely not it's definitely not uh, you know the, the worst thing that could happen to us let right. me ask you this because as fans of the men's national team which we both are we, 
It's a roller I assume, coaster. I assume Paul is a, is as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he plays on the I team, so. so yeah, yeah. You're a fan, but sure, I can't say I also play every once in a while. So we're fans. You're a player. You I don't just, get to look, be a fan. I, I just want to mention real quick. I'm just glad the players on the field are seeing social media freak out. Okay, you're seeing that's me the question and, and, and what I'm going through because we're in a we're in so, you know we're yanking the wheel each way depending on how you guys play. Every ten minutes, it's either we're the worst. We're in the worst situation possible, or we're going to be fine. We went from beating Mexico twice in finals to then, you know, drawing the first two matches. And it looks like of, of the World Cup qualifying. And it felt to us like the world was crumbling around us. How much of that jarring left to right, you know, worst to the best, to everything's going to be okay, to, oh, my God, we're never going to get out of this. How much of that is felt by the players? And don't give me the media speak answer. Be honest. <laughs> like, do you guys... Find a way to keep that out of your brains and just focus on the competition? Or do you feel that from us as well? Because we're all like, it's like we're in an unhealthy relationship with this team, you know? <laughs> I think, first first of all, I think this uh, World Cup qualifying cycle and, and, you know, since 2019, really, there's been a lot more fan engagement, right? And a lot, a lot more, I feel, people that are watching uh, – U.S. soccer very closely, um, especially as as the sport in the U.S. grows, you know, quickly, you know, every year. Um, and the only thing I could say to that is, welcome to Concacaf. You know, this is, <laughs> this is this is this is what it is. And and not only that, but the competition. You know, every every team uh, in 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 qualifying, they're they're good teams, right? They all have their strengths, they all have their weaknesses, uh, just like we do. And um, you know, people, people, you know, just expect us to walk over every team. And in reality, you know, it's, it's not like that uh, in, in today's soccer world and in CONCACAF and what it's like to play, you know, El Salvador away or Honduras away. Uh, you know, those are the games that, that, that they feel that these teams feel like it's, it's their life, right? It's, it's their opportunity to show, you know, the U.S. right and and all the people who are watching, um, and maybe all the coaches who are watching. This is their opportunity to to demonstrate you know who they are and why they should be, um, you know why some of them maybe should be playing in the MLS or get better opportunities um, yeah. elsewhere. Um, I, and- I, I I was just gonna ask. I, I wonder what's the what's the Concacaf, especially when it comes to qualifying these big matches. What's the trash talk? like exactly because you i imagine it's on a different level than pretty much anywhere else in the world just just that's my impression because i i saw comments from i think it was tyler adams had mentioned he was talking about kellen acosta and what he was doing and seeing especially during gold cup to try to get you know qatar all the trash are trying to tell me you why you should retire and then he ended up missing the penalty and all this other stuff what's it like what's the di- dynamic in Concacaf, especially with some players who who don't speak spanish and there are, are like what what's you know what what is that like yeah honestly it's just a, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of f-bombs you know like <laughs> There's not really, you know, like, I mean, I mean, Kellen Acosta, he's a chirper, man. He, he'll get into, he'll get into anyone's face for any, for any reason to stir it up. I thought I was bad at one point, but Kellen, Kellen loves to get in there and, and, and get the energy going. Um, That's like when my mom gets like cut off, she just yells anything with, with the F word in it. You know what I mean? She doesn't speak English that well. So she's like, no, do it as fuck are you? You know, <laughs> like, I don't think that made sense, but I feel like the emotion got across, ma. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, 
I mean, yeah, the only the only person that I and I and I really didn't even say much to him because uh, he knows. But Andy Nahar, who plays on Honduras, also plays on my on my club or right, on, right. on you know DC United. Uh, and when he came back, I just asked him, "Hey, what happened, my man?" <laughs> and, you know, he just kind of like puts his head in the shower, puts some shampoo on. You know, like I don't know what happened. We you know we we seemed like we had it going on, but obviously something changed. Um, yeah. He balled that game though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He was he was embarrassing uh, some. Uh, some. I was saying you ain't defenders. doing that at DC. You ain't doing that at DC. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> you holding out? Papoose has changed everything, huh? <laughs> I, I, I want to I wanna ask you this as well. Just uh, c- coming from a, a, a player who's played on the national team for a while as a captain. Um, you know, the, obviously there was a lot of controversy with a, a player being being sent home. Uh, you know, a, as a captain of a team and a national team, what what do you think your responsibility is to kind of talk to other players when it comes to uh kind of things like that maybe off the field uh, concerns or issues like what responsibility does the captain of a team uh have in in kind of that situation in sort of gathering all the troops yeah i think every team and every person and every leader is different uh you know and 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 it it really just it's it's really all based on who you're with um you know, like with the national team, obviously there, there's, especially in today's world, there's, there's specific rules, um, you know, that, that, that they go over to make sure, I mean, even with the club team, um, you know, there's always rules that, that you clearly know, uh, you know, what's right and what's wrong. Um, and I think in that, in that instance, I think Weston just, just made a mistake and, and that's it. But, uh, everyone knows the type of, uh, person and player and personality and leader that he is. Um, you know, and no problem. I mean, you know, and, and I think everyone knows that everyone, everyone can make mistakes. Sometimes you have to, uh, you know, pay, pay for them. Sometimes you can get away with them a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of move on. Right. And, and at the end of the day, we're all, we're all adults. Well, most of us, uh, <laughs> most of us are, most of us are adults. Um, and so, you know, so you, you for the most part, you kind of know, uh, right or wrong and, and, yeah, it just kind of depends. I mean, you know, me personally, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really say anything. Um, you know, and, and my perspective is, you know, if you show, you know, you show up when the whistle, when the whistle blows, uh, until the whistle, um, you know, finishes the game, uh, you do your job and and let's move on from there. Do you ever yeah. feel as when you become, especially you know, your position on some of these national team selections, you end up becoming the veteran, the elder statesman sometimes, you know. A uh, bit of a leader. You mentioned some of us are adults. Sometimes, you know, Greg Berhalter, I'm like, where's he finding these kids? High school? You know, what I mean? That's like, it's, it's you, Sebastian Legend, and a bunch of kids whose moms are driving him to the game. You know what I mean? So what do you feel? What do you feel is your responsibility as a captain? Just because I don't know, I've never been the captain of a team before. For some reason, I've never been picked for a team. You're like, buddy, go get his Gatorades. When you get picked as the captain, do you have those responsibilities off the field? Or as a captain, you're like, nah, that's not my place to say anything. That's coach. No, you know what? Um, you know, I think I think a lot of us, like I said, there's leaders on the field, there's leaders off the field. There's people that naturally lead by voice, lead by example. Um, and me personally, I'm more of a lead by example. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's just, that's just who I am. Yeah, I, I can I can get up and 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 you know say a speech and get the guys going. Um, but but overall, I mean, it's just 
uh, it, it, for me, the most important thing is that you, you show what you're about on the field, right? You, yeah. you lead the right way. Um, you, you show your team, um, you know, in certain, in certain situations, you're, you know, you're the guy that's fighting. You're the guy that's really getting into it. Other times you're, you know, you're the guy that that's, you know, going with a bunch of energy, talking to the referee, different things like that. But, um, you know, on the national team, it's a special thing to, to, to be able to captain the team. And, and obviously Greg has, has passed around the, the, the armband, um, a few times, a few times, which, um, you know, I have no problem with that. I think, I think it's great to be able to give the confidence to, to different guys, because I mean, you know, whenever you get the captain's band for club or country, um, you know, it's unreal, right? It, it gives you this, this, uh, this confidence booster uh, to, to help you go out there and, and, and again, remind you that you're not just playing for yourself. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're leading your team, you're leading your country, you, you, you might be leading your club. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, let it they, go right to my head. I'd be like, ankle socks. We playing in ankle socks. Everybody cut your, <laughs> cut your socks. That's, that's, it's an interesting dynamic crazy. because obviously the pressure is obviously there in pretty much any, any match when it comes to the national team. But then there's also the expectation of seeing where all of our players are playing all over the world. And it's just like everybody's ego everybody's like yo this is our time and one thing i do love and even though it's it's unfortunate even the, the situation with weston on a on a public on a level just the you know people that they're, they're talking about him in italy like what is like even is, is he a diva of, i'm like they're talking about american players like i'm like this is great like, this yo, is we, made it. <laughs> yo, <laughs> we made it we made it we on tmz in italy let's go <laughs> we're doing it okay uh so the um uh, Paul, the, uh, I want to talk about DC United uh, a little bit, and and just uh, you know, it, it was a, a, a kind of a, a rough start to the year, but it looks like the the team is really kind of rallying together. Can you talk a little bit about your obviously your new coach Hernando Sada, and and just uh, the kind of the the, the vision he's brought uh, to the club and how uh, how it's affecting the team? Yeah, Hernan is a uh, he, he's a great co- he's a great coach. Um, you know, to us and for us. And, um, you know, he's come in with a philosophy, which I think all of us have, you know, knew that, that at some point for, for our club to, to get back to, to, you know, the, the golden days and, and, and being successful is, you know, in today's world, for, for the most part, uh, you know, you, you need to be able to have a system, especially when you're not going to fill your team with, you know, 20 superstars. Um, and so, you know, he's been able to kind of transform us into this, uh, pressing team, uh, you know, a different dynamic, um, type team in the MLS, which is exciting for us. Um, you know, obviously I think there's one there, one there, there's a lot to improve on still, um, from a club perspective on the field, off the field perspective. Um, and, and I think we're, we're slowly getting there collectively, which is important. And two, you know, this year, I think at the start of the year, every, everyone, you know, kind of said, well, there's no expectations. Um, you know, no one really expects us to to do much, you know, especially based on last year, especially based on the years after, you know, we lost Rooney, we lost Lucho Costa. Uh, we brought in some guys last year, uh, you know, in, in our COVID year that, that you know, we, we just didn't really perform well. Um, and so this year with a new coach, everyone kind of dropped the ball on us and said, well, you know, we'll see where they finish. And, you know, if they do well, they do well. Uh, yeah. For us, that's great. You know, the, the less pressure. Um, sure. you know, the less pressure at times is, is better for, for, a, for a team collectively. And that's kind of where we're at at the moment, right? Like, you know, uh, we, we went over the, 
the 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 review of of the odds to win MLS Cup, right? And we're not we're not we're not on you know I think it's like the top ten or top twelve teams. Uh, you know, for us that's I mean that that's fine. You know, yeah, like, yeah. What's, what's the problem with being an underdog? What's the problem with going into going into games uh, where no one's really expecting you to stay in the playoffs? And if you win, it's a plus. And if not, well, then no one expected it. So for us, it's kind of been a it's kind of been an interesting mentality in that way. Uh, we obviously go into games thinking we're going to win every game, right? We press and we think we're going to, we press so hard at times. We think we're going to, you know, pick the ball off four times and score, you know, and we end up, and then we end up maybe winning a game one zero off a penalty kick, you know, like it's, yeah. it, it's just, you know, it's just so crazy. And, um, you know, we've had, we've had Ola Kamara, uh, who's, who's scoring a lot of goals for us this year. Who's uh, obviously, when you're scoring, you know, 13 goals and, and, you know, you're going to score more, uh, you know, hopefully your team is, is going to be somewhat successful if you got a guy like that. Um, and, and then some of us are, are, are showing up in, in, in certain games and, and making differences in those, which are, which is also important. So for us, yeah, it's, it's been great. Like I said, I think there's still, there's still a ways to go for us. Um, but overall we're, you know, we're just going, man, we're just playing every game. Uh, obviously we've had a lot of injuries, so it's kind of next man, next man mentality at the moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I hope at some point we'll get everyone healthy, uh, and we'll all be able to, uh, step on the field and have a full roster. Right. I, right. I know I, I saw it not recently got past his driving test. Something like that. It was a very excited about it. it was very even, adorable. How happy that. he was. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he got, I guess he gets to save on Ubers. But <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll stop. Maybe he'll stop riding his bike to training. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was something it like he, pa- <laughs> he passed his like I think written test, and he was like super excited. He's like, I, I can drive, and it's like, no, you got to do the actual driving yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> only, only with another person in the car are you allowed to drive. You, you have a, you have a, a cool story. When you got to DC United, you were like the big signing. I think you your first match was RFK's last game, right? No, it was it was that year. It was that year. Um, okay, okay, okay. My first, your first game, goal. Your first goal was that. My, I your think. first goal my, was yeah, at that. My yeah, first goal was the last one. Yeah, my my first game. It was actually a looking back on it and being a part of DC United and RFK days and all that. Like my first game back was or my first game with DC. I had gotten in like on a on a on a thursday night no on a thursday night we had a saturday game or something like that wednesday friday i don't know something like that and um we get out onto the field you know ben olsen the coach at the time is like yeah you know i'm you know you're fit we're gonna start you we need you all right cool so i get out onto the field we're playing against salt lake um we get going and it's okay you know like nothing nothing special it's like the 16th minute and uh light you know there's lightning or thunder in the area so we got to postpone the game we get inside and all of a sudden it just starts raining like out of nowhere so they're like all right we're gonna postpone the game we're gonna postpone the game well 40 minutes later it's we're still postponed and they're like okay well in about 20 minutes we're gonna try and go back out there and play and someone's like dude look at the tunnel to get out there (laughs) like you walk out of the locker room and that it's literally just filled with water all the way. Yeah. You're like, dude, like, does anyone have a, like a, a raft or anything to get <laughs> out there? Because there's no way, there's no other way that you're going to get out to the field with this, with this water in here, you know? So, uh, everyone was just like, yeah, welcome to RFK buddy. Like you're going to yeah, get yeah. out. Like Even that. the raccoons were swimming. Yeah. In the they're like, this is how we do it. The breaststroke. <laughs> this <laughs> is nice. <laughs> They were the ones supplying the rafts. Yeah, you got to walk on the uh, on the on the raccoons. 
The reason I ask is we got we have our own supporters group called uh, Gully Squad. They're our supporters. And they asked about, like, do you have any Rooney stories? And I also just want to talk about, like, when you get there, you're the big signing. And then all of a sudden, this Rooney guy shows up. You know, <laughs> what was that moment like? As a player, are you happy when those moments happen? Or are you like, man, I was top billing, you know? <laughs> like, that's like no. when we are comedians, we get bumped by a bigger comic. We're like, oh, now you're excited Chappelle's here? You know, before you were excited, I was here. <laughs> no, for, for me, um, it was great. It was great, actually. Yeah, I mean. One, one, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm never, I'm never a guy to take, to take, you know, the glam and, and, and all of that stuff. Right. I'm, I'm more than happy. Um, you know, and I'm a pretty humble guy to, you know, to kind of just be there to, to help the team do my job, uh, in whatever way that is. If I end up as a superstar because I, I excel, then, then great. If, if, you know, I have to do the dirty work, I got to do it. So, um, you know, when Wayne, when Wayne goes to, when we hear Wayne potentially is going to be on the team, right? Like, again, we're, we're in the RFK days and we're like, dude, that guy's going to be in here. Like <laughs> with us, you know, like with the raccoons, there's no way this guy's going to come in here. And like, and sure enough, he, he freaking walks in, you know, he, he lands in, in, uh, he lands I think he landed in Dulles. He, or in yeah. the airport. And then he, he goes and does like this, like, I think it was like a small tour or something like that, like set up like for him to walk around. I don't know where. And you're watching videos and this guy's like, he's just packed with like everyone, you know, everyone's out to see this guy. And it's like, oh my God, like Rooney has arrived. Right. And he gets into the locker room and uh, he's just so humble, dude. It's unreal. Like he's, and I always say that he's unreal. Like as, as amazing as he was as a player, as a person, as a teammate, uh, he was great. He was just one of the guys really like, I mean, well, you know, we'd play cards, we'd, you know, hang out. Uh, he'd, he'd love to like get into the, get in, once we got to the hotel, he'd love to like just take off his clothes and get in a robe and his, and his like hotel slippers, <laughs> you know? And it's like, and it's like, we're going to like his room to play cards and here he is. You're like, like we're the in the lobby, like, Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you get in the room, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Too he, comfy. He was unreal. He was, he was amazing. And then obviously when he did the things on the field, um, you know, it's just like, this is, this is, this is incredible. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. So awesome. Thank you. Uh, that was MJ Lee. Thank you for uh, for the question. I I just one quick thing that I just want. Uh, this is from a DC United supporter, Val Paschal. She asked this question. She said, "What's the most inspirational thing you've heard coming from Bill Hamid, uh, or is someone else the inspirational dude in the locker room?" Oh, that's a good. That's a good question. I imagine uh, if it came from Bill, it's probably loud as well. The inspiration. Yeah. If it's coming, if it's coming from uh, Bill, yeah, it's definitely loud. It's probably a lot of banging and something's probably broken. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'd probably say, I, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Like, there's a lot of guys that are chirping. You know, like we're just all little little birds just chirping, dude, in the locker room. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go. You know, everyone's getting hyped up. Um, usually, it's Hernan or Fred. Steve, myself, um, sorry, Fred Briant, Steve Birnbaum, yeah, yeah. myself. Um, yeah, I, you, you know, it, it's just a lot of guys, right? It's, it's, it, it's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, 
hard middle class workers in that in that locker room. So we're that's all just right. Well, blue get, collar. All, that's right. We're all just trying to get each other going. Yeah, you're all punching in, punching out with your lunch boxes <laughs> and your hard hats. And I, 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 we, you know, we've had we've had Kevin Paredes uh, on this show. Uh, I always oh, always love giving him a shout out. Uh, uh, another Dominicano playing in Major League Soccer. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, trash talk even there, like. You know, as far as Domin- just a Dominican excelling, Greg Berhalter talking about him to such a high degree. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of banter there as well, having a Dominican in the locker room. No, man. Kevin's American. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he'll Perfect. The, he'll play for the U.S. No problem. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. As long as he picks reggaeton on the Ox cable, we don't care what team he plays All right. for. <laughs> uh, Paul, yeah, thank you wait, so much for joining us, man. An absolute honor uh, getting to get into <laughs> chat with you. Uh, uh, yeah, we have, uh, we have a couple pieces of business before we let you go. We have to get to our Galasso gift. This is uh, your opportunity to celebrate a goal uh, that we will turn into a gift. It will live on the internet forever. Alexis will give you a scenario. Uh, uh, so, Alexis, uh, feel free to let him know what it what what do you suggest? Oh, this is, ah, oh man, there's so many things uh, that I could say. All right. So let's say uh, you're about to, um, you're about to score a goal with DC United. This is MLS cup. And for some reason you were told uh, beforehand that if you score this goal, you will go back to being the captain of the men's national team. And you just love it so much. So you <laughs> score this beautiful. It's a rebound, too. It bounces off just like Landon Donovan's versus Algeria. Almost the exact same goal you score. How do you celebrate getting that captain's armband back? Oh, man. All right. Uh, you need me. You, you want me to do it? Or you want me to explain what I'm doing? You could explain you, you it, it. You could do it. You could do both. Whatever. If it needs any you know explanation, feel free to do that. But right. If do, you have go props. <laughs> First of all. First of all, the scenario is like it's like a ten out of ten, you know. Like you can't like I don't. I thought you were gonna say like I was gonna win the lottery or something. This is like better than winning the lottery, man. Uh, oh, it's like a very reasonable. Uh, yeah. thing. Oh, you you know what? You'll get the captain's armband for life yeah. for the rest of your career. You are you will be known as the most captained U.S. men's national team player. Oh man! Oh shoot! Uh, all right, it goes in, tap in, boom, and then you're just like. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> and I, <laughs> I love it. And I also love the shirt itself. Said I can't believe you doubted me, which is even better. <laughs> that is perfect. Also, it, are you you wear a knit sweatshirt with nothing underneath it. You don't put a wife beater on or nothing. <laughs> you, go, you go raw dog. Yeah, you, you ain't itchy all day, dude. Honestly. Honestly, man, I just you know we get we had a game, we had a game before, we got a game coming up. I took a nap. I'm like, oh god, I gotta get going. Here I go. Like it's like 68 degrees in my house. I'm like, man, I'm a little chilly, even though it's like 90 degrees outside. Amazing. I guess I guess when you have that many muscles, you don't get itchy from the knit. You feel me? Maybe that's my problem. Uh, yeah, it could just be lack of, lack of style or something. <laughs> Paul, uh, amazing, man. Thank you so much uh, uh, for doing that. Is there anything you want to let people uh, know about? Anything you want to plug before we let you go? Yeah, just uh, if you guys want to follow my social media accounts. Um, most of it is at Paul Ariola. Pretty simple. Uh, my last name, uh, A-R-R-I-O-L-A, not A-R-E-O-L-A. <laughs> Too many jokes with the nipples. But... Right, sure, look at that. You know, That's we right. kept it high brow. We didn't even make that joke today. Right. Look at that. 
Even though you showed us, even though you showed us your Paul Areolas, we we didn't make a joke about it. I'm sorry. I'm actually starting to embrace it now that I'm now that I'm getting older. Everyone's stressing me out, giving me gray hairs. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just take, I'll take the, I'll take the like all my fantasy football uh, names this year all involve nipples. So um, nice. <laughs> that's what I'm about, I guess these days, you know. Okay, Very cool. you know, yeah, lean into the brand, Paul. That's it's right. all good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see the logos. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Paul, uh, thank you again. Absolutely honored. Thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck uh, the rest of the season uh, at DC, and uh, and and hope to obviously see you back on the on the men's national team uh, real real soon. Okay, uh, everybody, make sure you follow us uh, at Soccer Cooligans on all social platforms, uh, and make sure you follow at Football Sports as well, and subscribe to the Football Sports YouTube channel for more clips and full episodes of the show. All right, Paul, let us end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So please join us uh, in doing this. So for Paul Ariola, my name is Cristian Polanco. That's right. I am Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooling. Cooling.